Well, to partner with God is really the ultimate way to go. In this life, our relationship with the Father is so important. But you know what also is? Relationship with one another. The partnership with God and those brothers and sisters of Christ are so important. Let's do it together. It's what we talk about here today on today's podcast. Welcome to another podcast with Steve, Eddie, and Brian Miller. It's good to see you guys today. We've got Brian Miller on the Zoom. We can actually see him. And uh, we've got Eddie Hammond with me right across the desk. It's good to see you, buddy. And um, he's got the World Champions, World Series champion L.A. Dodgers uh, hat on today, folks. Uh, but he is definitely oh, wow. a Cubbies fan. Yeah, well, I know. Dennis, uh, one of the guys in the church, uh, his son bought this uh, in L.A. and brought it home. And uh, Dennis's head's too small, so he needed somebody with a big head <laughs> to wear it. So that's why I'm wearing it. <laughs> I am not even going to touch that with a. It goes point. with my shirt. It matches my shirt. <laughs> it does. It looks really good. You look really good today. You're, very, you're matched. Here, here's the here's the issue that we're in as we transition out. From here on, every time I'll be I'll become a little more invisible. Oh, as a lame duck pastor. I see. So that's lame duck. That's, there, uh, there it is. There it is, uh, Brian. Uh, that that old that old. Uh, He's he's grabbed a phrase. He's he's getting it, and now he's he's stuck with it. He's he's just. And every time I, I say you're not a lame duck pastor, uh, I got to make you have you know you got to. I'm te- I'm trying to teach him to to make the popcorn in the office, and I'm trying to get the wafting of the it's smells. Yeah, I know it's, it's too know, late. Too much water's went out of the bridge. Late. The good news is nobody shoots at a lame duck. That's exactly right. <laughs> Like taking the site. Oh, it's lame. Nah, nah. I'm not gonna do it. I'm not gonna do it. Uh, well, we. I just. I think that it's appropriate time once again just to to tell you how much we love you, Pastor. And uh, um, you're never gonna be lame. You're never gonna be. Uh, you're. It's just a phenomenal thing that God has allowed us to be, uh, to have you here, uh, to have had you start this thing from the very beginning and then go all the way through here now. And, and as you're retiring and continuing to trans, uh, transition out, we just celebrate you. Uh, we really do. And I appreciate that. Uh, we want you to be it encouraged. Makes it, makes it harder. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> I thought maybe it'd be a lot easier. Yeah, it'd be a lot easier if you call me names and tell me how <laughs> I did a bad job job and that kind of thing i might no no steve and kurt and i were meeting for we met friday for the first time and one of the first things we did was we pulled out the uh, mission statement that uh that you and your folks put together you know right when the church began and the mission statement uh, and it's always hard to remember a mission statement i've only seen it like once but i and i can't i can't i'm not going to get word for word but it's to help people seeking spiritual truth to develop fully uh, followed developed relationships with Jesus yeah. Christ. Yeah. And as we looked at that, we were just like, that's, that is, that was right then. It's right now. Um, we don't have to rethink this, this, that we're heading the right direction. And I tell you, that's a, 
that's an amazing thing, Eddie, that you guys set that, you know, 25 years ago. Um, just to getting started, too. I mean, it was a little bit of chaos, you, you yeah. know, throwing things together. You got to have a mission statement. And it is right on target. All right. Thank you. Yeah, you know, it's, it speaks so much of, of um, listening to the Holy Spirit. You know, what is it? Um, and, and, and just like you said, Brian, that start, that understanding that um, God was in it at the beginning, God is in it now, and um, He's continuing to do um, marvelous and wonderful things. Uh, we see that uh, through the processes that we're, that as we're going forward. Um, yeah, uh, Brian, it, it's it's great to uh, make this transition with you. Uh, we sense that God has led you to be with us, um, and uh, it, it is a good feeling. Uh, Pastor, I know that you have been reiterating that um, very thing as we have uh, continued to get closer to September 18th. And just reiterating it with our leaders, uh, the folks uh, in the congregation, um, that God is definitely has His hand upon all of this that's happening right now. So, yeah, good stuff, good yeah. stuff. Brian, uh, you you've been uh, working. Let's just talk a little bit uh, about the personal side of of some of the things you you uh, are a part of a um, coaching. Uh, uh, personal coaching, or a, or a, why don't you talk about it? I'm gonna mess yeah, it I've up. Got, I've, I've got three jobs now, so nice. And uh, <laughs> I told my 20 year old son the other day, the only reason I don't have four jobs is because I want to see you. But he just moved out, <laughs> to be honest. Uh, he's he's going to Eastern Illinois University. He's been here the first two years, but he's got him an apartment now. So I don't expect to see him except with dirty laundry. Uh, for quite some time, right? Maybe a few or, groceries. Uh, maybe a few groceries. <laughs> but he's got his own bank account, and he just he just got a job. I'm so ex I really am excited about uh, that. Absolutely. But anyway, no, no. I I, um, uh, I pastored for 20 years. Um, started a church cr crossover in Mattoon, Illinois, and and then um, and then I just always felt God was calling me to develop leaders, to develop people. And I wasn't sure how that was going to work. And in 2010, I came across uh, something called coaching, which I'd never, I mean, I, I'd heard of, you know, basketball coaching or whatever. But this was a professional service that that is given to uh, all kinds of people, leaders, uh, uh, parents, you know, life coaching, executive coaching, ministry coaching. And I ended up... Uh, being a partner uh, in 2016 with a group called Coach Approach Ministries, and they train coaches. Uh, we train coaches all over the world. It's it's. I've got a class right now. I've got uh, somebody in South America. I've got I've got somebody in Romania hmm. in my class. Uh, there's always Canadians. I used to think that was exciting until you know you get to Romania. Australians. <laughs> uh, we've we've actually opened up. Uh, uh, there's a guy in Japan that's started cam coach approach manager cam cam japan we're talking to a guy in australia right now it's just gone nuts and and um uh, I, I love being a part of that organization um and then i you know i'm just so entrepreneurial i like starting things i like developing things and so um and i need a partner so this goes back to all i've been preaching about 
So I wanted to start a local coaching business where I, instead of training coaches, I'd actually start working with organizations, businesses, nonprofits, and um, uh, a woman named uh, Kayla Kerner, who I had coached at one point, uh, came to me and said, I want to do what you do. That's what I want to do. And she's in the Mattoon area. And I said, if you want to do what I do, I want to do it with you <laughs> in Mattoon. <laughs> and so we started a company called P3 Coaching in um, in Mattoon. And, and we uh, we coach nonprofit leaders and business leaders. And I just I just love that too. I wish I wish I had more time. Um, but then, That's great. and not to make light of you know crossroads, it really fits my heart. I I love transitions. I love developing people, systems, and and I love preaching as well. I hope that comes across. And yep, it does. Um, it just feels like a perfect fit. And Steve and Kurt really are, are holding down the, the fort, you know, day to day uh, in ministry. And uh, this allows me to come on board uh, and really use my gifts. And it's felt like that, Steve. I, I hope it I hope it'll start feeling like that for you and not instead of, a, you know, a, a cold blade in your back. Um, <laughs> just joking. I'm just joking. No, <laughs> I know. It's, I know it's great it stuff. It really because does. Because my skills are to help process and, and lead and develop. And um, it just feels, you know, everybody I've talked to so far, it just feels like that's welcome. And uh, yeah. what, a you know, as Eddie said the other day, you know, Brian's got a different set of gifts than I do. And, and I'm like, that's right. Eddie has right. tremendous gifts of, of meeting people, of, of loving people, um, man alive, just uh, preaching. I was just telling him before the podcast, I love Eddie's preaching, yeah, and I don't love many people's preaching. <laughs> man, I appreciate that, brother. So I'm not oh. joking about that. I'm not just blowing smoke. Yeah, um, but I I like preaching, and and that's a big part. So, yeah, it feels like it does feel like I'm as busy as I want to be right now. But it doesn't feel like I'm too busy, and I'm just loving everything I'm doing so far. Well, that's well, great to hear. Yeah, you're you're a godsend, brother. I prayed for this for probably two, three years for something like this, and it nothing fit till uh, God put you in my heart, and we've went from there, and I think it's a, it's a perfect, perfect fit. Yeah, and, and that's, the, that's the truth. Um, you know, as Eddie has been praying um, uh, for this, um, you, can, you can take it to the bank that, uh, uh, you know, Kurt and I have been praying uh, equally with that. Uh, it's the same spirit, right? The same spirit is leading us, uh, the leadership. Um, and so when I say that to you about the fact that you uh, are not, even at this moment, not a lame duck pastor. No, I know. I'm just being sarcastic. I know you are. <laughs> but I, I want it comes to, easy for me. I want the people <laughs> to hear that that um, as Eddie transitions out, he's going to continue. He and Diana are going to be continuing to pray for the uh, for Crossroads and for the leadership and for the transition and all of the things. We can take that uh, to the bank for sure and understand that uh, a pastor's heart, I can speak this very well, not only as a pastor, but as uh, a pastor's kid whose dad continues not only to, pa uh, to pray for those churches that he was a part of, the church uh, globally, uh, but this church right here, Crossroads Community Church, 
Um, my mom and dad pray daily for us and um, for the leadership and for the transition. And so these things are happening. And um, we, I just want you to know uh, that as you're listening to this podcast, that you have been prayed for today. Uh, not just by my parents. I'm not, I'm not highlighting them but uh, by prayer warriors that know that the ministry of the gospel of Jesus Christ, this global church, is one that needs our prayers, and, our, and God hears us. Uh, and and it's, just, it's, it's a scripture in action when Paul was talking about Apollos, some water, some plant, some brick. It's the increase. That's, that's, what, that's what's happening here in this mm-hmm. transition. We've laid this foundation uh, for 20, 20, I've been here 25, but the church will be 24 years old, October mm-hmm. uh, 4th. But yep. we've laid a foundation, and now it's time for Brian to mm-hmm. come in and lay more foundation or build the walls, so to speak, yep. if that makes sense. Yep. And, and it's a good foundation. I'm, I'm, I'm pleased and impressed. I, you know, I, I, um, I, I, you don't always know what to expect. You know, you you you, sure. you buy a building and you look it over, and all of a sudden you find stuff that's all cracked you didn't see before. <laughs> right. Sure. But I, I've I've met so many people, uh, healthy people, spiritual people, loving people, um, helpful people. I've I've just fallen in love with the Crossroads people really quickly. I did something Sunday that I hadn't done in a long time, even at my own church. Um, I finished up Sunday, the second service, and I just decided to go stand by the door uh, and see all the people as they mm-hmm. went out. And I'm so glad I did. I yeah. don't I don't think I'll do that every Sunday. But, I, man, I like these people, Eddie. Yeah, great people. Well, I, D- Dave Lakins told me something. Uh, years and years ago before he passed, he said, "After it takes you about seven years to get to know people, but after those seven years, they take on your personality, and that's kind of been frightening. (laughs) 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 But I think it's worked out okay. Yeah, Uh, no, it's worked out very, very well. And so, yeah, Dave Lakins baptized me, Eddie. What a great guy. Spiritual father to me. Yeah. It's so wonderful, uh, you know, the the likes of us doing this thing that God has called us to do. When I say that, I don't mean the three of us. I mean right. crossroads. I mean the church globally. He is partnering with us, and that, of course, is a great transition as we roll into talking about the meat of, of Sunday and the different things. I'd like to have a word of prayer uh, as we get started into that, but um, God is so good. Let's just give Him our praise. Heavenly Father, thank You for allowing us to be here and do this podcast today, to get the Word out, to continue to connect, to continue to partner with You and each other. And so, Father, I pray that as we, as we talk about that very subject today, that, Holy Spirit, you would just work across this conversation. You would help us to uh, say those things that are pertinent for the hearts of the church, and that whoever is listening today, that they'll be reminded of the greatness of God, a greatness of you, and that that you are not done with us, that you want to continue to do such a great thing 
because it is about the greatest thing, and that is your glory. That is the gospel, the saving grace of Jesus Christ. Thank you for that, and the blood that cleanses us from all condemnation. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. We love you, and we pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Well, Brian, I'm going to kind of pass this over to you, and I want this to be a conversation. Of course, as we do this every week, we I want it to be a conversation, but um, give us a little bit of that synopsis for those that maybe did not hear the message, um, the overview of uh, what you spoke on. I know that now that we've said the kind of that uh, title, but that partnership with God and others, uh, why don't you go for that right now? Sure. No, there's a, and it's it's funny. I I think my wife even said to me, "I thought you were doing a partnership series." And I'm like, "I am. I am doing a partnership series. <laughs> I am." But but the the pieces that are building on the partnership are more subtle, and so I I I definitely think I need to draw those out as I particularly go. I'm going to preach again in two weeks. Eddie's going to preach this week, and then I'm going to preach the next week on the twenty eighth. Twenty eighth. So, um, you know, when we did Genesis chapter, chapter two and three, one, two, and three there, um, God created everything. He created the man. And then he says, boy, it is not good for this man to be alone. We're not meant to be alone. And, um, I just had a conversation with, uh, a, a guy the other day that was just talking about, he didn't, I don't think he used the word lonely, but not connected, mm. not connected. Yeah. And and doesn't see that happening for him anytime soon, and it's it was it was just a depressing, obviously depressing thought for him. You know why why is it so e- why is it so easy to be alone and to feel alone? Oh man! Uh, and God said it's not good for you to be alone. So that's the that's the starter there, and then He created Eve and and a lot of pieces of that. But then I went to Matthew twenty two where the the Pharisees challenged Jesus and there's these 613 laws and uh, you're supposed to memorize them and and they love talking about it the 613 what what's the it's like it's like you know you guys with baseball but maybe with me with basketball who are the all-time 10 great NBA players oh man people love to talk about it right is, is it is it LeBron is it Michael you know maybe Steph Curry's got a place they they love talking about these laws. And so they ask Jesus, what's the, what's the greatest one? Because it's, it's a debate, and they can easily argue, you know. They can easily say to Jesus, yeah, some people say that, but, you know, you don't know. And Jesus says, love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, soul, and love your neighbor as yourself. All this about love, but it's about, <coughs> excuse me, it's about partnership. Right. It's about, and he gives the example of Good Samaritan, and there is a partnership there. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and so there, there's this idea of it's about people. It's about loving people. It's about connecting with people. And then once we get into Ephesians 4, he's, Paul starts talking about the body of Christ. We are the body of Christ. And this is there's a lot to be said here. Jesus Christ is the head of the church, right? It's right. not Eddie. It's not me, Mm-mm. it's not Steve, it's not Kurt. It's right. Jesus Christ is the head of the, the body. He's the head of the body, and we are the rest of the parts of the body. Arms, 
feet, legs, torso, you know, all these extra pieces, ears, mouth. There's all these pieces that come together. And there's just this scripture in Ephesians 4, particularly out of the, the message, uh, Eugene Peterson's translation, where it says, we're just going to keep building up the church until we're all working, that we're all walking uh, gracefully and humbly with each other. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, there's your partnership. Right. Mm-hmm. right. We are all in this together. And uh, it's like the difference between checkers and chess to me. And checkers, we can say, hey, church, here's what we're thinking we're going to do. If everybody would come on board and do that one thing, um, that'd be great. That's checkers. That's powerful. But chess is everybody's got their, they move a different way. Everybody's got specific gifts. Everybody can do something spectacular. And so the more we are able to draw that out into partnership to say, you know, even as Eddie said, Eddie's got gifts, I've got gifts. They're different gifts for a different time, a different, a different, a different work. And so this is the idea of partnership for me, uh, is this understanding that each person in the body of Christ, each person in the church, each person who's given their life to Jesus Christ is part of this body and we play roles together. And this is even why we see sometimes uh, disagreement, because one part of the body may say, this is what's important. Right, you know? right. The feet are probably saying, we got to get some carpet on this floor. <laughs> sure. And the hands are saying, why do we even care about carpet? We never touch the carpet. Right. <laughs> right, right. What's important to us is something different. And we need to hear each other. And we need to see how the hands and the feet work together through the you know the spirit of God that flows through us all. So hopefully, as you can tell, I get really excited about this feel. But we had to start in Genesis with we're created for relationship with each other. It's not it's not just about marriage. It's something. But all the way through the Bible, God continues to talk about marriage. But then He always expands it and says it's not really about marriage. It's about the church. Mm-hmm. It's about relationships with one another. And uh, well, I'll slow my roll now, Steve. And, uh, That's good. Get you guys back into the conversation. Yeah, no, I appreciate that, and thank you, um, Eddie. As you were taking notes and thinking about some things, what, we, what came to well, mind? I, and I thought that was interesting that, that you started out with Jonathan Edwards and that type of message, <laughs> and it, it reminded me uh, of a week that we spent in. Uh, Rick Warren's church, Saddleback in California, and Rick Warren spoke every day, and one of the things he said, he said about preaching, uh, he said, neurotics need a spanking every week. (laughs) And then he said, we need more how-to than ought-to sermons. So I appreciate you talking about that. That's, that, you know, that, that that made sense to me. And boy, you're right. There's a lot of different preaching that is, is back in the the old verbiage uh, hellfire and brimstone i think you can do that but it's how you say it but there's got to be some love and grace along with that you just can't have a full daily a steady diet of each so i i you know i appreciate that you started out with that that made a lot of sense and then the whole concept of do's and don'ts uh, 365 don'ts and 248 do's within the context of pharisaical uh writings so and you know, I've always said this too as well, that uh, if people in the church get convicted, it, it, it shouldn't be because I'm screaming at them. 
It should be because they're listening to the Holy Spirit and he's gripped their heart. <laughs> I'd rather, I want to go to heaven more than I don't want to go to hell. Absolutely. You know, and yeah. I think a lot of places it seems like I, I don't want to go to hell, so I'll choose heaven. Yeah. I, and that's, it's, that's, if hell didn't exist, I'd want to go to heaven. <laughs> right. You know? Sure. Right. And, and you know, as, as, we, as we're talking about those do's and don'ts and then you bringing it back around to the very fact, love the Lord your God. With all your heart, soul, mind, strength, and then love your neighbor as yourself. That you know the 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 um, the specific way that Jesus said, and much like the first, yeah. You know, you know the second is this. Yeah. We yeah. got to be thinking about that. Love the Lord with everything that we have, yeah. and in much the same way, let's. Love our neighbor yeah. as ourself. It's of that the is, same substance. Yes. So well, and, and love for God is the same kind of love we give to people. It absolutely. Is, it's the same substance, and we don't, and we've got to work on that. Oh, I mean, there's no doubt. I mean, this is where we're weak. And that's the thing about Christ was the people that he hammered were church people. He did. <laughs> it wasn't these people that's out living in the squalors of sin. Mm -hmm. And there are so many people groups that uh, I agree with Brian that the church has written off. We're not here to be their judge. Jesus says, don't judge. Love them. Mm -hmm. And it, the, the, the issue is between them and God then if they see us loving them and, and not accepting what they do, but accepting who they are. Yeah. That is the, the point. And that's how you win people to Jesus. It's not, it's not hammering people over the head. It's coming alongside them. It's like Paul said in Corinthians, I, I, I went into their world. I, I didn't do what they did, but I, be, I, I come alongside them to mm -hmm. let them know that Christ loved them and had a purpose for their life. So, And the fruits of the Spirit, uh, they, they, they are so pertinent in this uh, conversation. Um, because if we go to Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, where it says, lean not on your own understanding. <laughs> we, we, we get caught up in the muck and the, in the weeds, and, and yet the Holy Spirit, as he guides us and directs us with that um, love and peace and joy and kindness and, and um, you know, that, that patience. Oh, man, you know, uh, we have this tendency to see others uh, in a different view, in a different way, and being able to then now come up alongside them, because it's God who leads the way. It's the Holy Spirit that's that's uh, guiding us and directing us. Not our own thoughts of what we feel is um, the way that they need to be living, or the way that um, you know we can get into the, we can get into the weeds really quick, right. really quick. Well, people don't transform by guilt and shame. That's just been my. People don't transform by guilt and shame. They do not. I, 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 I just had a situation recently where someone was trying to influence uh, one of my partners, and he was doing it by saying guilty, shameful things, kind of blurting them. And I finally said to him, you're not going to get what you want <laughs> by shaming him. Mm -hmm. You're, in fact, going to shut the door tightly. Now, that isn't about transforming who we are. But it was trying to change a mindset. Right. Um, we change people. We, people are transformed by uh, lavish love, by being loved beyond what's possible. 
by getting into that seriously and you seem to think there's a lot of value in me and I don't even see it myself. And I'm like, I do see it. I do see the value in you. God sees the value in you. And that transforms people at the root. And we just don't, we're just not patient enough. We just think I've got to get in there and <laughs> make them stop thinking those thoughts or acting that way. And it doesn't work is the problem. You can right. think whatever you want, but it doesn't work. People That's are transformed right. yeah. by love. Yeah. yeah. There's another one of those. I was looking through those 613 laws, and I, one of them was um, uh, don't marry a Gentile. I, I thought that was interesting. One of the 613 was don't marry a Gentile. Yeah. And I'm like, well, that's we're going to have to lose that one. I'm married to a Gentile. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. That's so are the truth. you. So are you. Right. That's exactly right. We both are. That's right. So it's interesting. How do you sum up all these laws? Some of them don't apply anymore. Mm -hmm. It's interesting. Oh, gosh. Well, how do I think about these things? Well, Jesus says, here's how you think about them. Love God with all your heart, mind, and soul, and love your neighbor as yourself. Yeah. Yep. That's helpful. It is. process you know all the all the irritations we have all the hurts we have all the conflict we have how does it go through love my neighbor as myself interesting mhm mm partnering with god uh, you know as we've been talking about the holy spirit that's exactly uh, what we that's the the trinity uh we partner with god through jesus christ so you know there's that partner with jesus and and uh he becomes uh, part of us and partnering. If you can't talk about partnering when someone is definitely a part of us, uh, you know, that, so Jesus is a part of us. And you, just like you said, the body is attached. So he is the head. And then the Holy Spirit has been given as a, as a guide and as a, uh, a comforter. And, and um, we partner with the Holy Spirit and we partner with the Father. And all of this, uh, it, it leads us to um, uh, glorifying God and, and bringing others closer to Him and that freedom that we find. Uh, wonderful. And thank you for bringing that word to us, Brian. Is there anything else you wanted to say about no, it's a, Brian's it's message? No, it's a great job. Brian, you, you want to say anything else or more about what you spoke on? Well, the, the thing that, that's going to start hitting us, I mean, this big difference between the Old Testament and the New Testament is that uh, in the Old Testament, it seemed to be like, and this may not be exactly right, only one person had the Holy Spirit at a time. So the Spirit came upon David, or the Spirit came upon Samson. And you did, it didn't seem to be on anybody else. Uh, but now, I mean, it was certainly prophesied in Joel uh, that when it comes to Acts, that, that every Christian will have the Holy Spirit on them, in them. And that's what ties us together as partnership. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's got to be the essential piece that draws us together through this. There's all kinds of analogies I could make, but it's, it is it is the conduit that draws us together, that we may not be able to see eye to eye, but then all of a sudden we see how we're perfectly able to work together mm -hmm. to accomplish things we could never accomplish on our own. Um, I'm excited about that. Yeah, I got a question for you, Eddie. Sure. As you think about... You know, you, the Crossroads has been there for 25 years, and I think you had a vision for, but if you were to put yourself out to, you know, 2050, you know, 25 more years out, 
What, what are some of the things that you envision for Crossroads? Well, I, of course, I always envision the, making more inroads into the community, into the world, and more people coming to Christ and come along, the family growing. I, I think that's probably first on the list, in a sense, would be the family growing because God has created something special here, and I think there are some this, that don't know about it or don't realize it. So that would be that would be that. outreach, so to speak, and hopefully, uh, as things maybe hopefully settle down in the world, you don't know, but uh, a world outreach and not just here. I think we've done that to a degree, but you know we were going to Haiti and uh, we made some trips uh, to Russia and Ukraine, but. You know, that's all been shut down by COVID and war. So, and like you said, I appreciate your business that you've reached around uh, the world and everything's globally. And I know that, you know, there were, there's people that probably listen to us in other parts of the country and the world as well. So that, that would be my answer right now, Bryce. That's a great, that's a great vision to expand the family and to find conduits to go global. And as you say that, and I don't know, I haven't thought about this a ton. But maybe we can do the reverse now and bring people from the far reaches of the globe here. Sure. And make them part of the family and then send them back. Yeah. To expand yeah. the family that way. That's probably it. Yeah. That's, well, that's great. Well, you know, in, in the, in, now that you say that, it just reminded me in the beginning uh, with Ron Lucas, that was part of our, our thought process of having a training center here. Because we, we really feel, and I still do, that, that Crossroads is so unique. And you take a young pastor that uh, wants to, to really find out what churches like ours are like and how it got started and what can uh, become of that, that they could come here for training, just like you said. Yeah. Yeah, we're, we're, even, even Friday we were talking about an idea like that. That's right. You know, we want to be one of those churches where leaders are just produced right. at a higher rate. You look around, you see some churches, like, like, like lots and lots of pastors came out of that church. Yeah. Well, it's uh, like Salisbury. There were quite Salisbury. a few of us come out of there. There was one in Missouri. I was trying to think of the name of. You could probably think of it. Um, just seemed like lots and lots of pastors came out of that church. Yeah. Ledwood. Uh, Ledwood. Uh, and I'd I'd love for Crossroads to be that. Yeah. Golly, there's people that were you know trained at Crossroads and are now all over the world. And so, I really feel like the potential is here. I they're do too. It's, they're it's, in our midst. <laughs> it's and it is happening to some extent. Yeah. It's not not yeah. happening. It is happening. But how can we amp that up? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So absolutely. Well, Pastor, as we talk about this next coming Sunday, what what do you got there? You were going to well, bring briefly. Uh, in a sense, the, our messages kind of go hand in hand. Uh, the title of this message is "You Are a Person Sent by God." Uh, we're all sent, and I start talking about Girolamo Savonarola in Italy that uh, saw that the church was going the wrong direction. <laughs> and he got hanged for it. But nonetheless, he's a type of John the Baptist. And then I'm talking about John the Baptist, that it wasn't about John the Baptist. He, it was, he pointed toward Christ. And then, you know, uh, and I'll wrap that up talking about us, that we are all uh, called by God into our families, into our workplace, uh, into our schools, into our neighborhoods, uh, into our city, our state, our community, and the world. 
I think a lot of people, the, the set, uh, under preaching sometimes, they, they think we're the only ones that should be doing things to a degree, but it's, we're all ever, it's like Warren said, every member is a minister and Brian said it, you, you have been yeah. gifted, you have been called. So uh, it, it's time to cowboy up and do it. Yeah. yeah. So cowboy that's, up. Yeah, that's pretty much it. <laughs> <laughs> that's where we're going. Well, you know, um, uh, and I, just to kind of bring this in, uh, to this mix a little bit, um, God has led me into uh, leadership training um, with uh, an area of business, and and um, one of the things that they we, that we've really been focusing in on is the ownership, the taking the ownership of not only of your leadership, of those around you and your team, and but to do it in a way that leads to stewardship. You are going to take ownership of what you are, what the gifts that you have. Let that be a continual uh, reverberation, that reflection of you into your team. Then let your team and yourself be a part of that stewardship of that business that goes out. And then that business will say, um, will, will produce product that is going to be something that, that impacts the world. Sure. Right? Yep. So that's what it's all about. Yep. And what a great thing as we roll in, as we continue. Thank you, um, Pastor Eddie and uh, Pastor Brian, <laughs> Eddie and Brian. Yeah. Thanks for bringing the Word. Thanks for listening to the Spirit. Thanks for continuing to be, uh, to be soft in your hearts that uh, God is willing, is able, I should say, to, um, to lead through you. So thank you. Pastor, would you pray? Father, we love you. Just thank you for Steve and Brian and some of the things that we've shared here this morning about our hearts and about the future with you at the head, Lord. And you use us, and we appreciate it. So, Lord, as we think about moving on, uh, we thank you for Brian's message last week, and I ask you bless this message coming up. And uh, the ones after that, as we, he wants to really help us to understand about partnership, that we're all in this thing together. And we thank you for that. And Lord, most of all, we just thank you that you're at the head, that uh, you give us guidance and direction, that we just don't uh, make decisions on our own and follow our own thoughts. Uh, you intervene, Holy Spirit, and we appreciate that. So uh, bless this day, Lord, and bless the, the folks that listen to this podcast. We ask these things in the name of Christ. Amen. 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 Well, thank you both for joining me here today in this conversation. Great time, great conversation. And folks, um, we hope that you'll continue uh, to share this podcast with others um, and uh, uh, pray for us as, uh, as we continue to lead and as we're calling others to lead with us. So thank you for that. Um, anything else? guys as we're stepping out of this podcast together good yes not hearts are clear we'll see you sunday yeah great well thank you and uh until then we'll say goodbye